climate change or summer? That is the question. The economy is going into recession or just a different definition of one. And Biden catches the coof after getting vaccinated. Apparently, so are a lot of others. All today, Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American, recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello and welcome. I am happy that you are here listening. Um, glad to be back. Um, trying to enjoy uh, what I can of the, uh, you know, the horrid, horrid heat of summer, you know. Uh, no, just enjoying some summertime and uh, enjoying some things. Um, I do uh, want to remind everybody before we get started to uh, like, subscribe, rate, review. All those things do make a huge difference. Uh, tell a friend, whatever uh, helps out. It just helps the algorithm. Um, recommend the podcast to more people. Not that I expect the algorithm to do so. Um, a lot of issues with algorithms the past few months. But, you know, it's you know to be expected, I guess. Anyway, we will get into today. Got a lot to get to today. So we'll start off with what has been really ramped up. And uh, I want to remind everybody, this was about a year ago, I would say. I don't have the exact date on when um, we put this out or when I uh, had this on the show. But uh, I want to say it was about a year ago, something like that, uh, that there was a Project Veritas uh, video working with where they had got a hold of a um, CNN executive uh, who was talking about what CNN was going to do, what they had done, what their plans were, and all that. Um, it was the hidden camera thing. And uh, it was uh, very interesting, and I played it about, like I said, about a year ago. And, uh, man, has it really, really uh, turned out to be pretty true. Here it is, if you don't remember. It comes out, they're going to latch on to it. They've already announced in her office that once the public is will be open to it, we're going to start mm -hmm. focusing mainly on climate. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Climate, like global warming. Yeah, wait to a heat wave. Like that's going to be our next, like, um, like, um, I don't know, like, what's the word? Scare tactic? It's our. It's gonna be our focus. Like, uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Whoa, Without see? saying it, oh, that's wow. what it was, right? So our next thing is gonna be for climate change awareness. What does that look like? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I have a feeling that she's gonna be like constantly showing videos of like mm -hmm. decline. decline and sure. ice, ice and weather warming up. Weather yeah, warming up spit it out. Like Come on, dude. Having an economy and, <laughs> and really talking about get there faster. Head of the network, like just the head of the network. Zucker, yeah. I imagine. Well, he's gone now. He's got his council, and they've all like discussed like where mm. they think. Anyway, he rambles on, but that was the whole thing. He was talking about well. COVID's starting to go away. 
at that time. You know, COVID's kind of ramping down. Uh, we got Trump out of office. That was our goal. Now the goal is going to be, as soon as we get an opportunity, we're really going to start hammering climate change. And uh, unfortunately, though, Zucker is gone, uh, you know, for them, I guess. Uh, Zucker's gone. So, you know, uh, but not that anybody would, you know, miss an opportunity. This is all about opportunity, opportunity to get eyeballs. And that is one thing that people need to realize that it's all sensationalism. Yes, there's ideology behind it, but most of it has to do with trying to get eyeballs and get attention. And if you have people scared to death, of course, they are going to pay attention. And if they can get their agenda through and make their friends tons and tons of money, well, that is just an amazing side effect, right? So here we go. Uh, this was the unbelievable, just from this past week, just unbelievable, unrelenting bullshit, honestly, about climate. And this is from the networks, okay? So this is ABC, CBS, NBC. Uh, this is just some of the things that they went through. And this is just unbelievable. Uh, they just go on and on and on and on. Have you, I know you and the team have been studying these summer high temperatures going back for a century in our Dunning. country. I, I was going to ask if you could just show us just the last 50 years what the yeah, record you, books show as that? far as yeah, summer yeah. highs recorded here in the right. U.S. and what you've seen, a clear oh. trend. Uh-huh. Sure, David, I'll take you straight to the data. So take you're looking first to at the, the map that says 1961 to 19. Ah. These are 30-year averages compared to the 20th century. Mm. So you see some blue on the map. Mm -hmm. Over the 50 Look years this. of this time <gasps> lapse, as we take the 30-year averages Look. up, you see that. a rapid rise in rapid, temperature across the rapid. entire nation. There entire. are very few cooler spots than average at all. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to stop it right there. So this is when you know they're using sleight of hand. Okay? So you guys have been researching the last century. That would be the last 100 years for those keeping track at home and know what math is. Uh, I have realized recently that math is not a thing for many people, uh, but it still is a thing. Uh, so, yes. So, first of all, you're saying, well, you guys have done some research and doing some charting for the last hundred years, the last century. And she goes, yes, yes, we have. Let me tell you about the last 50 years. Well, that's only half of it. What happened to the other half? What happened to the 50 years, the other 50 years? Why'd you leave those out? Well, it's very important to leave those out. Now, if you go back a hundred years, then the high temperatures and all that of uh, this summer aren't the highs. And that is the key. They start in the 70s, which by everyone's estimate, for whatever reason, and they do not have a great explanation for this that I have seen, the 70s was one of the coldest periods for uh, in the last you know, probably several hundred years since the uh, Little Ice Age, I guess, which was, uh, you know, a few hundred years ago. Uh, but the 70s were, uh, on average, very cold. And that is why the climate uh, people had started up there saying that we were headed for an ice age because it was cooling down everywhere. Now, you may recognize this as cyclic, uh, cyclical uh, patterns. Things cool down, things warm up. Things cool down, things warm up. Uh, almost as if it's like a pattern or a cycle. But 
Nevertheless, that's not how it's looked. So what do they do? Well, they deceive you. They say, well, we looked at 100 years, and then they instantly say, and if we take the last 50, it's getting warmer, and especially in the last 30. Well, wait a minute. That's not the last 100 years. Now, if you go back to the 1930s, which would be, by the way, within that 100-year span that they were talking about the last century, you would find that the 1930s were much, much, much hotter than they are now. Now, what? why would they not want to talk about that and say that it's good news and say, hey, the 1930s were warmer uh, than it is now significantly. And, um, you know, this is just a something that happens from time to time. Uh, you know, we have heat waves and then we have milder times and that's, you know, life. Well, that would really ruin their narrative. What do we have going on now that we didn't in the 1930s? Number one, population. Population has exploded all over the planet since the 1930s. So therefore, they couldn't blame all the things they want to blame today. You couldn't blame carbon emissions. I mean, yes, you had trains and you had some automobiles getting started, but I mean, mass transit and all that. No, it wasn't happening all over the world. Uh, large commercial farming and, and large ranching. Uh, no, you didn't have that going on. So what would be the explanation? How could you explain it? Well, the answer is you couldn't, except for saying, well, you know, it's part of the cycles that the earth goes through. And this is just one of them. You couldn't blame the people and you couldn't use it to enrich yourself. So therefore they leave it out altogether and say, no, it's just the 1970s. I find this a lot here as well, uh, living in Michigan. Now, many people um, that are, you know, older than I am, um, remember all the really cold winters that went on in the 70s. And that is, since that is a lot of their childhood, they then have now process this is that is the norm that's the usual for this area that's the usual climate or usual uh pattern so therefore every winter it's well this hasn't been bad oh this is really weird it's really warming up here it's not been that bad it used to be colder well no it was actually just that one point in time it was it was a cycle we went through and now it's you know I don't know how you're going to argue that it's not cold here in the winter. It's freaking freezing and there's way too much snow. But hey, that's just me. Anyway, we're going to move on and listen to more of their garbage just so I can clarify what they're saying. I always like to, uh, you know, put that out there. What this means, and I know what you're looking means. at me now and saying, okay, so okay. you showed us 50 years. Our Earth is way older than this and we've been yep. way hotter than this. Mm -hmm. Yes, true. Yeah, thank However, you. However, those but... came with other signals and indicators uh, like Earth's like... orbit or proximity to the sun. Earth's what we orbit. have right Stop now, scientists second. say, like Earth's orbit. Into this rapid rise in temperatures, mm -hmm. greenhouse gas emissions. Yeah. So there's another thing. They instantly go to that, which again, I have talked ad nauseum about it's just ridiculous um it's just as ridiculous as saying that well if the oceans didn't do what the oceans do the earth would catch on fire yeah no shit really you think that's why we have oceans maybe um all their ideas you know just are, are ridiculous and they know they are but they know that you know they've dumbed the population down pretty well to where they may be able to get by with this for a while and really really cash in on uh on these uh, ridiculous and absurd plans. But this, it just really, really annoys me to no end to just hear them on and on and on. Oh, it's, it's, um, you know, 
It's greenhouse gas emissions. Well, I mean, got a question. It was 65 million years ago, dinosaurs roamed the earth, and it was extremely, extremely warm then. No ice on either pole. Um, the Dakotas were a similar climate to, say, Florida. Was that, what was that? Was it greenhouse gas emissions? Or were they driving SUVs, you think? Um, I know what it was. It was the dinosaurs coal-fired power plants. That's exactly what it was. They were probably, you know what? It was probably dinosaur flatulence. That's probably what did it. You know, when they first came around, when dinosaurs first were roaming around, you know, there weren't that many of them, weren't farting that much, Okay. As they ate more dinosaurs, apparently dinosaur uh, meat makes you extra flatulent, I would think. And, uh, you know, kind of gamey, you know, a little gamey. And so that probably, you know, caused them to uh, have more gas. And that's probably what warmed the planet to where it was much warmer. It seems like a good plan, right? I mean, none of this is ever explained. And it's not explained because it can't be explained. Now, equating climate change and pollution, two different things. I don't think that people should be polluting. I think China and India are, and most of the Far East, uh, are horrible for the environment. And they're destroying many things, and they should be stopped, and it should end. It has nothing to do with climate change. Anyway, let's listen to the rest of this. Oh, yeah. Which is why it's really important we report on it both here in the U.S. It's and across really the globe. Of climate change impacting of course it is. The, the weather pattern. Are you we're kidding? We're certainly seeing more extreme weather. Uh, no, we're not. Climate change. No, we're not. Caused us to go into summer much Pause it for a second. You know what? Going into summer earlier than normal. Where? Would someone please tell me where? This year, just take this year, for example, where we went into summer much earlier. Now, it is really strange that you mention that because we went into summer much later than usual this year. Other than one week in May that it got really warm. Other than that, it was actually a very cold spring and a very slow build up to summer for the entire United States. So... They just lie. They're like, oh, we're starting summer earlier. No, we're not. We're starting it later. We're starting spring later. We're starting summer later. We start fall later. Everything's starting later. Actually, I have an idea about that. I think it's actually um, to do with uh, planetary things, uh, orbit, uh, you know, rotation, tilt, all that sort of thing. I think we're getting back to the original equinoxes. And I've talked about that. You know, if you ever look at a calendar and see when spring, summer, fall, winter, when they're all supposed to start, we're actually getting closer to those uh, things. You know, we're thinking right now, most people, because of the way, you know, things have been for a long time, we think July, well, you know, it's almost August. Well, summer's almost over. And technically, we're only about a month into summer. We still have a couple more months of summer. Uh, and that's the way it's going to be. And of course, they're going to use that when it's still, you know, really warm. Halfway through September, they're going to say, see, see, I mean, fall's coming later every year. Winter's going to come later every year. Yeah, it's it's so it's such a scam. 
Britons looking for a break had almost nowhere to go. Just about three of every 100 homes here have air conditioning. Environmental experts say it's more 3%. proof climate change is at our doorstep. It's more proof. Climate change isn't just a, a thing over there. It's here. Yes. I mean, we used to look at polar bears. We used and then to look we used at to say, this is about Pause children and our grandchildren. This is us. This is here. This is now. Good evening, everyone. Here. This is what now. scientists have been telling us the future looks like, except it is now. Mm. Temperatures far above what was once considered the Wait, summer man, norm, right inflicting misery and creating a health danger for millions living under record heat from California heat. to Western Europe, yep. as well as parts of Asia and Africa. Yep. In this country, the torrid conditions <laughs> setting four yeah. new records. Torrid. Dallas hitting 109, as did Oklahoma City, no. Dodge City, Kansas, setting a new record at 107. Across the pond, the usually temperate the UK hitting an all-time record all high, time 104 degrees, bending and breaking train rails. That's how hot it was. Okay. So, first of all, 104 in the UK, yes, that's really hot um, for there. And, yeah, they don't have air conditioning because, well, you know, it's usually, you know, 70. So I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of sympathy for people that spend the whole summer at like 70, 75. I mean, so it got hot for a few days. OK, it's summer. That's that's a thing happens every year. It's summer. Um, is it that we haven't invented um, air conditioning? I think we we've invented that, right? We've got that. We've got that covered. Okay. Well, as long as we have it covered, um, I don't know if people realize this, but um, you know what kills a lot more people than a heat wave? Cold. I don't know. It's really weird, but cold kills everything. It kills everything. I mean, that's why you go, you know, to the Arctic and you don't see a lot of animals running around or people or plants or. Well, damn near anything. There are even plants that grow in a desert. You know what grows on an Arctic ice sheet? Not a damn thing. There's a reason for this. See, uh, life likes warm. Doesn't like cold. If it liked cold, we would live, you know, on Saturn. We don't. We live where it's warmer. There's a reason. Anyway, uh, yes, the UK was up to, they had a hot week. And so that's proof there's climate change. Unfortunately, though, um, they're back down to normal now. So I guess they didn't all catch on fire. Guess not. Guess the climate change is all over now because I went ahead and checked today and everywhere is back to normal pretty much. I mean, unless you consider it being hot in Texas in the summer out of the normal, which I've been there in the summer and it's uh, fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. Uh, every year. Um, Oklahoma. Uh, just uh, give you a heads up. Oklahoma. Uh, summertime. Fucking hot. Uh, Kansas, if you're talking about like they were talking about Dodge City, Kansas. Uh, yeah, that's that's, you know, right on the border. Uh, it's essentially a desert. I don't know if, you know, too many people been there. Unfortunately, I've been through there many times and uh, it's essentially a desert and summertime. I just give you a quick heads up. Summertime. Uh, damn hot. Uh, usually it is. Um, this wintertime is pretty warm. In most of those places as well. Been there during the winter as well. So that's, you know, 
for what it's worth. Uh, but they talk about these places. And again, they like to use these places because not everybody is, you know, familiar with what the weather is like there on average and how it normally is. You talk to people from Dallas and they'll tell you, yeah, every summer it's freaking hot. They're miserable during the summer. Do you talk to people? See, you notice they're not, you know, going over to Phoenix and being like, are you guys really surprised? It's 110 today. And they're going, you know, because they get laughed at and say, well, no, it's summer. It's what it does here. It's, you know, it's a freaking oven in the summer. That's what happens. You know, they enjoy spring and fall. That's how it works, you know. But anyway, but, you know, most of these people are all based in the Northeast and they just can't imagine that, you know, they they enjoy, you know, late spring, summer, early fall. And then it's miserable the rest of the year because, you know, they live in a colder climate so they can't imagine it. So anyway, there's much more to get to. We got to get to all this. Uh, here we go with uh, just some of the predictions. This is a great uh, this is from 10 years ago. This is the prediction uh, somebody had. Uh, I can't remember who this is. Um, anyways, uh, uh, some a billionaire or whatever. Uh, this is from 10 years ago. What it was going to be like right now uh, because of climate change. Will be catastrophic. We'll have eight degrees. We'll be eight degrees hotter in 10, not 10, but in 30 or 40 years. Eight and degrees basically hotter. none of the crops will grow. No Most crops. of the people will have died and the rest of us will oh. be cannibals. Civilization will have broken down. <laughs> there you Both go. The, Few people are left oh, will be living in a, in, in a failed state like Somalia or Sudan. Yeah. And, and living conditions will be intolerable. Huh. Well, that's 10 years ago. He said we were going to warm 8 to 10 degrees in 30 years. Well, we better get on a move. I mean, we better get on a move quick because, well, in the last 100 years, we haven't even raised uh, 1 degree. Yeah. Nine-tenths of one degree in a hundred years. Um, keeping at that trend to get to eight or nine degrees, um, well, let's see. Um, well, I'd have to be uh, Methuselah, I guess, because I'd have to live another, you know, 800 years. So 800 years from now, it may have raised by eight degrees. Now, that's just if nothing else changes in the cycles of the Earth, which I'm sure they will. So, you know, hey. Anyway, what was the other thing that was on the climate? Oh, yes, the polar bears. We used to see polar bears. Well, where do you live that you used to see polar bears? I mean, I was not aware there were a shit ton of civilizations, you know, in the Arctic uh, regions where polar bears live. Huh. But maybe this lady lived there. Maybe she used to look outside and see polar bears. But here we go with the wonderful polar bear lie. Is unfolding in the world today. Yeah. Climate change is threatening one of the most magnificent wild animals on the planet. Gerbils. Polar bears. Oh, right. Polar They're bears. They're struggling to survive. They're struggling to survive. The ice is melting all around them. Oh, no. No. Don't and say that. And food is becoming harder to find harder to as find. they lose their hunting grounds. Oh, my gosh. Climate change. Climate change. It's happening. It's happening right, right, now. right now. And it's leaving mothers weaker. Mothers. Unable to provide for polar their Polar bear young. mothers can't provide for their young. And the young. Cubs. Dying. Dying. Drowning. Not enough to eat. That's what they're saying is they drown. Yes. So, uh, yeah. There's one problem with the uh, polar bear 
craziness. Just one. Just one problem. Um, well, you know, you would expect if uh, there was a big problem with polar bears that uh, you would expect a decline in population, right? Because they're dying. They're losing their food and everything else. Besides the absurdity of if the climate did actually warm up, that there would be more animal life in the areas around where they lived, which would give them more food. That would be one problem. The other problem <clears throat> is the numbers. That would be a huge problem. Uh, they just ignore them. So, uh, you know, uh, they've only, you know, slightly went up. You know, now I know that's crazy because the way they're talking, they're all dead, right? Well, they're, no. Uh, see, in 1970, you know, we want to take the last 50 years like they did and the, uh, you know, uh, last thing about climate in the last 50 years because we know, we know that they told us the last 50 years, it's just gotten unreasonably hot. I mean, we're practically on fire right now. Um, <clears throat> 1970, uh, the polar bear population was 5,000. Okay. Um, now today, the most recent, uh, count they have is, uh, 25,000. Huh? That seems, that's seems like a lot. And it seems like a lot of growth. I thought they were all drowning and dying and no food. What's going on? Ah, <sighs> Well, you know, well, don't worry about that. They're dying. Uh, besides the fact that they can't drown because they float. Uh, fat and hollow fur allows them to float so they wouldn't, you know, drown. And number two, they can only swim. Now, you're going to love this. They can only swim 400 miles. So, you know, it's like practically, I mean, they'll drown if they get, you know, knee deep in water because i mean they can only swim 400 miles can you swim 400 miles i can't swim 400 miles now see there might be a problem for us but polar bears seem to be fine seem to be fine so uh yeah there's the the polar bear thing it's all ridiculous it is all ridiculous will the planet go through climate changes uh yes yes um they will uh it has for millions of years it will again that's just life uh the whole point of it is can we adapt to it and obviously the answer to that is yeah we can i mean we have people that live <clears throat> in uh deserts and all over the world and uh the only thing that's going to happen from areas warming up is more life will happen and that means more plants and everything else but we should not be eating now all you hear from all these people that are same people that talk about climate change all the time they say well you need to be eating uh better you need to be eating better you can't eat meat that's terrible that's terrible it's terrible for the planet uh you need to uh eat more eat more be vegan be more vegetarian that's gonna help everything well that uh, may be problem maybe a problem we uh we uh heard this week that that's a problem too in fact you know what the real problem is? Uh, us. We just all need to go. Here is uh, one thing that says, well, you know, we, we, being a vegetarian or eating vegan, uh, you're killing the planet more than anybody. Agriculture is arguably the most destructive industry on Earth. Explain, and, and do you still believe that, George? It's by far and away the greatest cause of habitat destruction, the greatest cause of wildlife loss, the greatest cause of extinction, greatest cause of soil loss, greatest cause of fresh water use. It's one of the greatest causes of climate breakdown, um, bigger than transport. 
um, one of the primary causes of water pollution and of air pollution. So it's right at the top. Oh, and sorry, wow. I forgot to say land use, the biggest issue of all. It's by far and away the greatest um, um, uh, form of land use that, that humans yeah. um, inflict yeah. on the planet, which so, means all that land is inflict. land which can't be used for wild ecosystems. And while obviously uh, we need farming. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, just stop eating, you know. In fact, if you could just die, uh, it really helped the planet. Now, this is the problem with these people and their thinking. They are very sick, disturbed people who literally believe that humanity is an invasive species upon the earth. They do not believe that we belong here. Now, I'm not sure where the fuck they think we came from or why we ended up here. Now, I could understand if they found another planet teeming with humans and say, well, no, they should be there. They weren't supposed to come here. But that's not the case, you see. We originated here because this is our home. Um, we're, you know, part of life here. So when you treat everyone like, you know, they're an invasive viral species that is destroying the planet, well, it's okay to say, well, pfft. I mean, why do they need to eat? Why do they need to live? Why do they even need to do anything? They're just a terrible scourge upon the earth. We need to eliminate them. Let's have mass death everywhere. Let's starve a bunch of them. Let's kill them off with this drug. Let's, uh, you know, kill them off with this bug or whatever. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's the people that are talking. That's their mindset. That is what they think and you must know that because then that makes these things come into uh you know they talk about oh well you mean <clears throat> so tell me what is the difference between growing food and just letting grass grow if it's the most invasive thing these people literally believe that humans should be erased from the face of the earth because we are a scourge and that's where they start their premise from so if you go with that premise and go well how do you save the planet because humans are an invasive species on the planet then obviously your idea is to remove humanity from the earth instead of saying oh well no we belong here and we need to figure out how to um make the earth work better i guess if you could i mean i'm you know think the earth is going to do what it's going to do they overestimate not only their power and importance, but then they vilify the rest of humanity and want them all dead. So, I don't know. Some really, really, really screwed up people. Don't worry. We have uh, John Kerry to tell us that we're all behind in climate change. The, the challenge for all of us challenge, is right. that no one country can solve this problem by itself. We all have to be able to reduce the emissions. We have to accelerate the transition. We're behind. Right. We're not We're yet behind. fulfilling the promises that we made are, are in we though? Glasgow. So we have are we behind? Out for us. And I look forward to That's not true. talking about that with you. Okay, well, not only is he a <clears throat> absolute piece of shit and a liar, uh, we aren't behind. If you if he's talking about the Paris Accord garbage, uh, we're actually ahead of the entire world in reducing emissions. But, um, you know, nevertheless, that doesn't matter. Uh, John Kerry is leading the charge for producing emissions, especially carbon emissions. Uh, he's only admitted 300 million tons in the last two years while trying to save the planet and tell you to shut your car off, starve to death and die to help the planet so he can fly around on his private jet. Do you still believe these people? Because 
I mean, honestly, it, it's it's like the bank robber coming up and telling you what a horrible person you are because, you know, you put your money in the bank or something. It's just oh, I can't stand these people. They're just the worst forms of humanity. And if this was the entirety of humanity, I may start subscribing to the invasive species uh, idea. But I don't believe that all humanity are as terrible of human beings as these people that are in charge, like John Kerry and the couple others we're about to hear from. Now, these are the true lowest forms of humanity. John Kerry being at the top of the list, along with the Bidens and the Obamas and the Clintons. And uh, these two here, we've got two winners, two brilliant winners. You've got... Uh, Granholm, the former governor of Michigan, who is just an awful and stupid human being, and one that even tops her, one of the most awful and most stupid human beings to ever be, uh, unfortunately, uh, on the earth, uh, Al Gore. And uh, yes, uh, Al Gore, the guy who has been lecturing us about uh, the climate and the planet for you know, 40 years, uh, who does the same thing as John Kerry. He's made millions and millions of dollars off the green shit. He, uh, lives in a mansion, uses more, uh, electricity than a small city. He likes to pollute, uh, by flying a private jet everywhere and telling you what a horrible, horrible human being you are. And here he goes and tells all of us that don't believe in his garbage and aren't enriching him to make useless and worthless energy that will do nothing but but cause more destruction and death uh, that we're terrible. Here you go. Right now, we are witnessing the beginning of one of the most significant events in human history, the clean energy transition. It is long overdue and it can't progress fast enough. Climate deniers uh, uh, are really in some ways similar to all of those uh, almost 400 law enforcement officers in Uvalde, Texas, who were waiting outside an unlocked door uh, while the children were being massacred, listen to this they piece heard the screams, of shit. They heard the gunshots, and uh, nobody stepped forward. Uh, okay. And God bless those families who've suffered so much. And They're law just enforcement like officials tell us that's not typical of what uh, law enforcement usually does. And all right, Forrest, wrap it with up. This global emergency. What we're doing with our inaction and failing to walk through the door and stop the killing and make me richer uh, is not typical of what we are capable of as human beings. Did they base Forrest Gump off of uh, Al Gore? Because I kind of think they did. He sounds a lot like Forrest. Because uh, uh, what they did do was uh, not make me richer and give me another private plane. And that's bad. Uh, they're really bad people because everybody knows I invented the uh, Internet. The f Man. Someone please explain how these morons ever gained power. Please, please give me hope for humanity. Please give me hope for the American people that we can get rid of these people. We don't have to listen to them anymore. The Jennifer Granholms, the Al Gores, the John Kerry's, the Bidens, the Pelosi's. Someone somewhere with two brain cells to rub together. Please, please start taking these people's place. I can't take it anymore, just to be honest. I mean, one of the reasons I have to get away and not do as much is I can't stand to listen to this anymore. I mean, it's it's really, really sad. 
I mean, do I feel bad for people that are, um, you know, special needs? Of course I do. I have sympathy for them. I also don't uh, think that we should allow them to run our institutions if they're not mentally capable of doing so. But yet we get all these mental defectives, apparently, who we just give power to and listen to at nauseum and listen to what they say. I mean, someone who talks like Forrest Gump probably has the same mentality as Forrest Gump. And maybe we shouldn't just give throw this out there. Maybe we shouldn't listen to what they have to say and take it for gospel. Just just run just thought real quick. Anyway, got to take a quick break. Be right back. Rated the worst. Losing the most bags. Shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor. In China, Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, <laughs> not woke politicians. All right, and we're back. It's just, uh, there's so many attacks right now. It's just, man, it is uh, coming from all sides. And of course, you know, now that uh, we're in this week, you know, just saying, now that we're in this week when, you know, it's not in the middle of a heat wave, I guess we're going to have to talk about something different. So... Uh, I guess we'll move on to something different now that, uh, you know, climate change, uh, it took a week off. It was here for a week and now it's taken a week off. Good old Al Gore. God, you know, every time they pull him out, I just realized that, man, you know, things can get dumber. And boy, does he boy, does he accentuate, accentuate that point, man, they can get dumber <sighs> anyway. <clears throat> so uh, we heard this week, well, actually, I think today uh, Biden came out of uh, seclusion because he cut the coof. Um, yeah, yeah, he cut the coof. Now, don't worry about it because, you know, he's only had, you know, both shots and two boosters. So, you know, well, wait a minute. Yeah, he had all of his shots. He's fully up to date, fully vaxxed and boosted and all that. And, well, he caught the coof. Huh. That's weird. Um, what's really weird about it is uh, it was one year to the day of making a very, very uh, strange statement. And, uh, hmm. Well, we'll hear one year to the day of when he said he had the coof. Uh, what he said the year prior. This is very, uh, very interesting. Try this. The various shots that people are getting now 
cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Hey, folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID, but I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Oh, huh. Well, that's that's weird. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, no big deal. Um, he's been double vaxxed and double boosted. Now, a year ago, he said, well, hey, you get double vaxxed. Um, you're not going to get this thing. It's fine. Well, I guess that was not a problem. That's weird. Uh, but hey, don't worry. Uh, Dr. Death, of course, from the CDC. Uh, haven't heard from her in a while. Uh, she's back. Uh, more jabs, people. More jabs. Americans are under vaccinated, meaning they are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccine. So not all stop people it. over the age of 50 have received it. their first booster dose. Of those uh-huh. who received their first booster dose, only yeah. 28% of those oh. over 50 have received a second booster dose. Oh. Put them in prison. And of those over the age of 65, only 34% have received their second booster Bastards. dose. I hate so my message right now is very simple. What it's is it? essential what is it? that these Americans uh-huh. As Dr. Shaw said, Shaw said Shaw, get their Shaw, second Shaw. booster shot right away. <laughs> yes, definitely get more boosters. Get more boosters. I tell you what, get more boosters. Just vax yourself to the hilt. I mean, it doesn't help because, you know, you're still going to get COVID. And, you know, well, what's the point? Well, they don't tell you what the point is. The point is the government says to go get vaxxed to the hilt. So go get vaxxed to the hilt. I don't know why you're asking questions. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're still going to get what you're getting vaccinated against. But, I mean, it's fun. Go line up and get it. Well, I don't know. Uh, anyway, here is, I don't know if you remember the uh, incomparable Debbie Burks. Uh, she was uh, up there with Fauci. She was uh, uh, Fauci's uh counterpart uh or whatever during uh 2020 good old debbie burks uh she had came out this week with a very very strange uh quote because this is a little strange because uh, just saying uh we're finding out that yeah you know as everybody's getting it seems like seems like uh more and more getting it around the world and now they're saying well it seems like people are that are vaxxed and boosted well they're getting it worse or getting it more often than people who aren't but hey don't worry burks she knew it all along by the way we knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection and i think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization it will but let's be very clear 50% of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older, vaccinated. What? What? This is tiring. This is tiring. I mean, it's truly exhausting. Well, I knew it wasn't going to stop anybody from getting it, but, I, you know, it may cause people to worry that uh, it may not keep them from dying because, I mean, it doesn't. What? the hell are you talking about then what the hell is it please someone tell me what the hell it actually is then if it doesn't stop you from getting it it doesn't stop you from dying from it then what the hell is it please someone explain what the hell it is and why you should get it every six to nine months it's not stopping you from getting it it's not stopping you from getting sick and dying from it so what the hell is it 
like to know. And no, I don't think it's some weird conspiracy uh, because uh, they want to use it to track you because there is no reason for them to have to inject you with anything to track you. Um, you have a cell phone. You can be tracked at any time, anywhere on planet Earth. There's no escaping that now. So that's not going to change. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> Are some studies coming out? Uh, looks pretty crazy. Uh, a new uh, syndrome going around the world that I've never heard of, and I hope uh, you know uh, goes away quickly. Uh, sudden adult death syndrome. What? What the hell are you talking about? People just dropping dead as adults? I mean, we had SIDS, sudden infant death, uh, which you know still lacks a lot of explanation to this day. They have found out a lot about it, but uh, still lacks a, a causal reason for it. Uh, sudden adult death? I don't believe that's a thing. That's not a thing, right? I mean, I've never heard of this before. I mean, there's just sudden death. I mean, people just dropping over sudden adult death. What the hell are you talking about? This is insane. Uh, is it connected to the vax? I don't know. It seems very suspicious that suddenly after, you know, I mean, I've been around on planet Earth for over 40 years. Uh, I've never heard of sudden adult death syndrome until the last year. Uh, I guess apparently is when this has started to happen. Just sudden adult death. You just drop over dead. Just no explanation. <laughs> just sudden adults. I mean, just, you know, perfectly healthy one minute dead. It doesn't seem like a real thing. Don't think so. Um, don't worry. I'm sure there's no problem. I'm sure they have nothing to do with each other. I'm sure it's fine. Shouldn't be a problem. Uh, wow. It's just, it really is unreal. Now they did come out, uh, they said, well, maybe maybe we should do a little more research, you know, there for a while. Everybody was talking about it having effects on fertility. Uh, and, well, there's some uh, evidence being released that suddenly uh, sperm counts are dropping uh, in correlation with the vax. And women's menstrual cycles are getting all screwed up because of the vax. And so someone decided to ask uh, the eminent Dr. Fauci. About what um, what could be causing this? Is there any problem? Is there any issue going on? And, uh, you know, uh, his answer will make you um, actually just makes you cringe because, well, well, you tell me. A number of studies, New York yeah. Times just did one about um, sure. menstruating cycles and how that is affected by vaccines. Yeah, though, well, the menstrual thing uh, is, is something that seems to be quite transient and, and temporary. That's the point. That's one of the points. We need to study it more. You need to study it more? You think you might have wanted to study it a little more before you started forcing everyone to take it, Fauci? I'm just wondering. Just wondering how that works. Because if there is a bigger problem, isn't it a bit, I don't know, how should I put this, too fucking late? I don't know. I don't know. What did they know? When did they know it? That is the question. What did they know and when did they know it? How culpable are these people? I mean, what if they just sterilized, um, you know, over half the Earth's population? <clears throat> Think that might be important? Think that might cause a problem? Now they're doing kids? Young kids, what if they're sterile for life? What if you essentially just started the process of eliminating the human race? You think maybe, I don't know, you should have stopped to, 
maybe research it a little bit more. This is why you don't do shit. This is why we have processes for things, okay? This is why there is a vetting process. This is why there is studies done. Several other reports have come out this week about other drugs that are mass, mass distributed that uh, are very, it's very uh, interesting to find out, you know, just a little late uh, because, you know, we've destroyed probably generations of uh people all over the world, but primarily in the U.S. with a lot of these drugs. Uh, antidepressant drugs apparently do not um, cure depression. Well, that's, that's weird. It's sort of in the name. Uh, yeah, uh, apparently there's no actual condition known as a um, you know chemical imbalance. Well, that's, that's weird. Heard about it for years. Well, well, I guess it's not really a thing. There is no chemical imbalance. It was all based on a theory that, uh, well, you just weren't producing enough serotonin and we'll give you this drug and it makes more serotonin and that'll make you happy and you'll be fine. Uh, apparently that effect goes away fairly quickly. So it masks it for, you know, a little while and then it all comes back. And apparently a suicide uh, is extremely high with uh, antidepressant drugs. Now, it seems weird because the drug is supposed to make you less depressed. I don't know a lot of happy, well-adjusted, undepressed people who kill themselves. Don't know it. That seems like a weird thing. Apparently, uh, you are 30 times more likely to kill yourself if you are depressed if you take antidepressants. Weird. Seems almost like it's doing, I don't know, the opposite of what it's supposed to do, which is what they're coming out and saying. Um, <clears throat> there's only, you know, 200 million prescriptions written this past year. Don't worry. Shouldn't be a problem at all. Shouldn't be a problem at all. How do you think? I mean, you're just starting to really put the pieces together. And I, I've started to put the pieces together myself. Uh, you know, we talk about all the time. If you wanted to destroy America, what would you do different other than what the Biden administration is doing? Well, there isn't anything different you would do. You would follow this playbook and it, you know, destroys itself, whether it's economically, whether it's through, you know, COVID, whether it's through, uh, you know, uh, just making everyone so angry that they it implodes and, and civil war breaks out. However you want to do it, they're hitting it on all cylinders. And you go, well, that seems weird. Then you have COVID. Well, that's you know, strange. We have these vaccines that don't actually stop you from getting COVID or do anything to COVID. But it seems like it may be screwing with uh, fertility uh, from what they're talking about. Uh, we need to study that a little more. Um, and, uh, you know, having other terrible side effects. And now we have southern, sudden adult death syndrome popping up, which sounds like a made-up term. Um <clears throat> And then you're telling everyone, well, you can't have air conditioning. You can't heat your home because, I mean, we got to cut down on electricity because we're killing the planet. Uh, you can't eat. We're going to make food either so scarce or so expensive that you can't afford it. So we're going to starve a lot of people because of the planet. Um, what the fuck does the planet matter if there's no people here to live on it? No one answers that question. I want an answer to that. What's it matter? What does it matter if there's no humans here, if we destroy the human species, then what is the earth here for? There's not a good explanation for that. I mean, does having a beautiful temperate climate across the entire globe matter if there's no humans to live in the temperate climate? I don't know. 
What this comes down to is, like I said, the one guy was talking about we should cut down all farming, people like Bill Gates and many others just like him, that believe in zero population. They want to destroy the human race. They hate the human race. It's really strange because they're humans and you know they seem to be wildly uh, benefiting from the human race because they're vastly wealthy because of selling things. It is very strange that they are the ones who don't want anyone to ever achieve those goals again or somehow think that they are so superior to the rest of humanity that humanity shouldn't exist. I don't know. I have no idea what the hell's wrong with them. But no one ever answers the question, what good is the planet if there's no human life on it? I mean, is there some big thing that we'd that's a good question but it's starting to really feel to me like all of this is headed towards a zero population that is what um they're headed towards why else would you be pushing abortion like it's you know going to get a checkup or a prostate exam you just kill a baby just keep killing them why would you celebrate that unless you wanted to destroy population why would you push so many things that are killing people unless, you know, you're trying to bring down the population? Why in the 21st century would you do something like the first eight to 10 months of or longer of COVID where you said, can't treat it with anything? Just go home. And if you get to the point you can't breathe anymore, show back up. We'll throw you on a ventilator. Who knows if you'll live or not? I mean, that's literally, they had no treatment for it. How long have we been treating, uh, how long have we been treating respiratory inflammation? I mean, years and years and years and years and years and decades and decades. We know how to treat it, but we didn't. All these things beg the question of what's really going on. Are they trying to push? I mean, they've pushed this war in Ukraine and they keep pushing buttons and pushing buttons until now they're doing ads about nuclear uh, exchanges and how to protect yourself in New York. I mean, it really feels like they want to kill most of the earth's population. Now they may really feel that that's the appropriate action. I find that just disgusting and disturbing, but we'll see. Speaking of other things that are going to destroy people's lives, we have the economy. Yes. Everybody come on down the economy. Now, a lot of people are predicting, well, we're in a recession. You know, last uh, quarter, uh, the GDP dropped. And of course, according to experts, two quarters of GDP drop uh, means recession. But now they have changed that definition. That doesn't mean recession, you silly people. I know that's what we said before, but that doesn't mean anything anymore. So uh, apparently, even though it looks like a recession, I mean, we have inflation's high, we have gas prices are still high, but they are touting the fact that they have come down. They're not an all-time high anymore. Well, they're still an all-time high, just not as high as the other all-time high. They're not the all-time high now. See, you get confused just listening to it. Um, we are still above the average that was the all-time high, and that was in 08. Uh, we're still above that, even though it has gone down a little bit. But we're still over $4 a gallon. So uh, we're nowhere near uh, being out of this. Food's going to go up. Food's going to get shorter. Uh, supply, I mean, things are, are not going in the right direction. But don't worry. Don't worry at all. 
this isn't a recession. I know it seems like it's going to be, but you'd be wrong. You would be wrong. This is not an economy that's in recession, but we're in a period of transition in which growth is slowing, and that's necessary. That sounds like a recession. And um, we need to be growing at a steady and sustainable pace. So there is a slowdown, and businesses can see that, and that's appropriate given that People now have jobs and we have a strong labor market. But you don't see any of the signs now. A, a, a recession is a broad-based contraction that affects many sectors of the economy. We just don't have that. Have you ever heard so much garbage in your life? What was that word salad? A recession is when the economy goes contracts the economy's contracting. Well, it's not contracting. It's slowing down. Isn't that the same thing? I mean, they're like, it's going backwards, but it's not going backwards. So we're really going forward, even though it's going backwards. And we're, it's not going backwards. I, this is what you do. This is what China does. This is what Russia does. This is what uh, communism did. This is what all this stuff did for years and years and years. And now we're falling for it. They come out and say, no, I mean, not what you see is not what you see. We came up with a different word. You may call it genocide. We call it um, um, rebirthing the country in a different image. See, it sounds so great. We're building a new country in a different image. Don't worry that we're killing, uh, you know, millions of people. We're not really killing them. We're helping them. We're helping. I mean, that's just the same garbage, and that's what she's doing. I mean, Janet Yellen is 950,000 years old. Uh, she doesn't need to be anywhere near. She's never accomplished anything. She shouldn't be near uh, the Fed or anything to do with it. Um, it's just it's just a colossal, disgusting waste of all of our time and money. Uh, and her setting up there going, oh, it needs to slow down so it can speed up and um, whatever. It's it's not a recession, okay? It's not a recession. Not a recession. But it's a recession. But it's not. It's slowing down so it can speed up again. You know, like when you get to, I don't know. That's what they're at. That's where they are at with all this. And uh, so I guess tomorrow we'll find out for sure what is going on. But uh, pretty sure that uh, we're going to find out that it has, you know, slowed for a second quarter and that we are, you know, in a recession. Now, does that mean it's going to be um, uh, full-on depression? I don't know about all that. I do know the Fed raised the interest rates again to help with uh, curb inflation. We'll see what happens. That's going to hurt the economy as well. Here's the uh, great liar at the White House that says, no, it's not a recession. Don't worry. President said today that uh, we're not going to be in a recession. Uh, why is he so confident of that? So if you look at the economic indicators, mm -hmm. uh, uh, as the pro president was was uh, laying out, if you look at the labor market, if you look at uh, right now, we are seeing historic uh, historic uh, 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 unemployment. If you look at low unemployment at three point six, if you look at the average uh, amount of jobs that have been created, it's about four hundred uh, per month. Those indicators uh, that we are uh, are in a recession or even even a pre-recession. Uh, We're not even in a pre-recession. Post-recession, adjacent recession. We're not in any of that. I mean, things are just slowing down and, uh, you know, don't worry. Don't worry. It should be no problem. 
no problem. Don't look over here. We what we really need to do is just spend more money. But here's by no recession at all. We're getting GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? Not at all. We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, mm. We uh, the employment rate is still one of the lowest we've had in history. It's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. Uh, my my hope is we go from this rapid growth to steady growth, mm. and uh, we'll see we'll see some coming down. But I don't think we're going to. Uh, no, I don't think we're going to see a recession. No, no, no. I mean, you're going to see things get worse economically, but the problem with that would be as if you thought that it would be a recession, because what we're going to do is we're just going to redefine what recession is. So therefore, it's not a recession. And that's exactly what they're going to do. That's what they've done with everything. Just change the definition. And then it's not what you say it is. Uh, is the VAX uh, safe and effective? Well, uh, depends on what you mean. Do you, do you mean, does it keep you from uh, catching a disease, uh, which is what we always thought? Um uh, a vaccine was well no we changed that it's not it just helps treat it well that's not what a vaccine is but that's what it is now so now we have a vaccine you know it's just the same thing uh is a man a man and a woman a woman well um yeah for you know a couple you know few thousand you know years uh that was true and then now uh because you want some kind of political clout well you just change the definition a woman can be a man a man can be a woman it's no problem uh does that give me more power and more leverage well then of course we can change the definition that's all they do they just change definitions because you know it works for them and that way it makes you feel like you have, you know, a mental illness because you're like, no, that's not what that word means. Oh, yes, it is. We just changed it. Uh, things are not not getting better, not getting better at all. Here is one that really infuriated me. Two stories real quick that really infuriated me. This one is a guy go is in Washington, D.C. Now, we've already talked about, you know, they've sent many of the illegal immigrants into uh, Washington, D.C., and apparently this is what is going on now, and this is disgusting. Sad is that this is the World War II memorial, mm -hmm. and if you look around, the majority of what is here, oh. sitting around on things, yeah. it's swimming in the park. pool, or in the fountain, memorial fountain, which is against the law is prohibited this yeah. is supposed to be a memorial and you've got all of these people really desecrating this memorial by swimming here Good right. word. And yeah. most of okay so uh since this is a video i don't have the video i describe it so he's walking through the world war ii memorial in washington dc now i don't know if you've been there but it is very nice very beautiful in the center of it is a large fountain each end shows uh is the memorial to each um front of the war one side is europe one side is uh pacific and it has you know all kinds of names and they have you know it's such a reverent place. I mean, so many tens of thousands of Americans died uh, defeating uh, Germany and Japan and, you know, really stomping out uh, evil, uh, which apparently we just, yeah, I don't know, maybe we should have just redefined it. It would have, wouldn't have happened anyway. Anyway, uh, but that's what it is. So now we have 
this whole place is just full of what looks like people that just crossed the border and got sent there on a bus and they're just setting on all the memorials using the using the uh stones and the plaques there uh just to chill out and you know hang out for the day and eat and have a picnic and you got people swimming in the fountain and and waiting and just treating it like it's a public uh pool i And why would anyone do that? And here's the, here's the key that you need to know. If you are not an American and you haven't been assimilated to an, uh, America, you don't know the reverence. You don't know the history. You don't know the story. Why is this here? Why is this so reverent to people? Why is it that this thing exists and what does it mean? And when you don't teach any of that and you're not worried about any of that and you don't care about any of that, you get this, which really, really disturbs people like myself. People should not be swimming in the memorial fountain for the World War II memorial. That is disgusting and it's ridiculous and it should not be happening. People should not be here to begin with unless they came legally and normally and were processed in and they are not. And so we're just flooding our borders and then just whatever goes kill the history destroy everything who cares doesn't matter these people are not even americans mm. yeah he talks to several of them. this goes on for 10 or 15 minutes mm. they are from central and south america they don't care they don't care what this is for they see a swimming pool mm -hmm. they have no idea what it's for what it's about there's a memorial for the soldiers it's not it's not for swimming this is like it's I love that he's trying to do something respect. about it. They should not swim in those in here. <laughs> you know. The, oh, okay. This so is wonder. enraging. So anyway, while the people are waiting and swimming in the uh, World War II memorial and desecrating it, <clears throat> don't worry. The DOJ is, they're really busy. They're very busy. Uh, this is what this is the last story for today, and it's one of the most enraging. This is what they are so preoccupied with. This is what they are truly, truly obsessed with. You need to get all these horrible January 6th people. Oh, and just on and on and on. Uh, here's what Biden had to say the other day about uh, the uh, January 6th thing. It's agonizing. It's disgusting. I, um, mm. yeah, it's hard for me to listen to. Anyway, we're going to listen to it. Anyway, uh, here he is. Relying on law enforcement to save lives. Then on January 6th, we relied on law enforcement to save our democracy. So it happened. So the Capitol Police, the D.C. Metropolitan Police, uh -huh. other law enforcement agencies were attacked and assaulted before our very eyes. Oh, God. Speared. Speared. Sprayed. Sprayed. Stomped on. Brutalized. Damn. Lives were lost. All dead. The former president of the uh, United States damn. watched it all happen as he sat in the comfort of the private dining room next to the Oval Office. While he was doing that, brave law enforcement officer subject to the medieval hell. Medieval hell. For three hours. For three hours, yeah. Dripping in yeah. blood, surrounded by uh, carnage. Yeah, Just it was dead bodies face -face stacked everywhere. Believe the lies of the defeated president. God, lives lost. The bodies were stacked. 
And the blood ran from the Capitol. Well, actually, none of that's fucking true. But, you know, hey, who cares about that? What you really need to get to the bottom of is sending a 69-year-old woman with cancer to prison for months because, well, she was at the protest. You think I'm wrong? Here she is getting dropped off at prison with her wrap around her head, you know, because, you know, the chemo took away her hair. We need to really, you know, don't worry about the people swimming in the fucking World War II Memorial. No, let's not worry about that. Hey, let's not worry about actually enforcing laws. No, let's worry about this. Yes, we have arrived at the Dublin Federal Prison for Women. We're here with Pam Hemphill. Mom, how do you feel? You're here. You're scared to death. I'm, I'm frightened, but I know God's with me. I just got to take it five minutes at a time, one day at a time. Mom, what do you have to say to the American people as your last words before you go in? Mm. Just keep your faith that no matter what's going on in your life, God's with us no matter what's happening to us. It's going to be okay in our lives. So just mm. lean on God and trust. Do what's right. Do what's right and, and help make this country better again and support all those that are uh, right now locked up in the January 6th people that are not getting any trials. God bless you all. Yeah, glad we got that horrible, terrible crime. I bet you she was the one. I, I believe she was uh, uh, from the 300, you know, in that medieval hell where they were just spearing all of the Capitol Police as their bodies stacked up. I hate these people. I know you're not supposed to hate, but I hate them. I do, and I, it's terrible to say that, but they've given me no choice. They have given me no way not to. Persecuting. A defenseless, sick, elderly woman. We're going to a protest. Is just un-American. And that should be a crime. The prosecution of it should be the crime. No, let's worry about that. Glad we got that horrible, terrible, just, oh, just evil, evil criminal off the streets. Good thing we're locking her up. Let's not worry about, you know, the pedophiles, the armed robbers, the killers. Yeah, let's not worry about that. Let's get them out right away. Let's get them uh, cashless bail so they can go kill some more people. Because, you know, we wouldn't want to worry about them. Let's worry about this lady because, you know, she doesn't have long for this world probably because she has breast cancer and she's going through chemo. Let's make sure we lock her up. How they can face themselves in the morning, I have no idea other than the fact they are the epitome of pure evil. That is the only thing I can think of. These people are disgusting. And I will leave it with this today. Uh, Dana Carvey actually was filling in for Jimmy Kimmel the other night. And, of course, Kimmel is nothing but an apologist and a uh, footlicker for uh, the Biden administration, the Democrat Party. I mean, if they decided to stomp people in the street tomorrow, he would be out praising it and talking about what a wonderful thing it is because he is just a sad, sorry man. But Dana Carvey filled in for him the other night. And even though this is very mild, at least he started roasting Biden. And it made me feel better. But Biden came out as a really sleepy, sweet grandpa. And he was like, mm. he's always repeating the story. You know, 
Yeah, I went to Scranton, Scranton. I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. My dad, my dad lost his job. No joke. I'm not kidding around here. No, no human being in the world thinks that's a joke. Nobody. Is anybody? I lost his job. And then, you know, my dad, like, then he would do the number thing. Number one, the one part. Number two, what the guy said. Number three, you know the drill. Come on. No, we don't. Yes, uh, yeah. Now what he does is he kind of whispers and then he yells. If you know, I think it's a wonderful move. Don't you love it when he's like, we know how to get natural gas. We can't get it. We know how to get it. That's what we do. We get the people that buy the, the public, the, prime, the pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> He's mocking his walk. I walk like Biden. These hip flexors are tight, but you really want some air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just good to see somebody that actually has the balls to do it. Um, man, it is truly sad and it is truly enraging. And that, like I said, that's why I've kind of cut back a little bit because if I watch this stuff all the time and go through it all the time, uh, it does make me, um, you know, just lose my mind and I have to have some peace at some point. So taking a little time to just do it a little less often, but I will be back next week, of course. Uh, and then probably getting closer to the midterms, getting into the fall, we'll probably ramp back up to two times a week. But for now, I'm just going to stay with the one time. I really appreciate everybody that checks out the show. Um, like I say, please do like, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. It does make a huge difference. It helps out so much. Uh, if you want to send a message, question, comment, story, any of those things, you can do so at Eric's America Pod on Facebook, at Eric's underscore podcast on Twitter. Eric's-America.com is the website. Or if you want to send an old-fashioned email, it's Eric's-AmericaPod at gmail.com. All those come directly to me. I will be back next week. Until then, just remember, it's no agenda, just America. 